You've got to go where the buyers are. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The VoiceAmp player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoiceam and receive three months of VoiceAmp for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoiceam. The VOpreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original everyday VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. I'm Mark Scott, and I'm so thankful that you're here today and listening. I want to thank you for subscribing wherever fine podcasts are given away for free. You can subscribe to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast on Podbean, on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Play, and on Stitcher. And by subscribing, you're never going to miss another one of these episodes. New episodes dropping every Thursday. I also want to take a minute to say thank you for leaving your reviews wherever you listen to those podcasts. They are greatly appreciated. So today we're going to be talking about conferences, but we're going to be talking about them from a slightly different perspective. This week I want to talk specifically about non-voiceover conferences, which is something that we don't always give a lot of thought to. But as you are going to learn as you listen through this episode, there are a lot of really great opportunities that exist by attending non-voiceover related conferences. So one of the things that I love about this industry is that there are so many amazing conferences for us to connect with each other. And those conferences all provide incredible learning opportunities. And I have had the good fortune of attending many of them, both as an attendee and also as a speaker. In the past, I've spoken at VO Atlanta. I've spoken at WovoCon at the Mid-Atlantic VoiceOver Conference, at the Midwest VoiceOver Conference, at VO North. It's been a real pleasure to do this. And there are so many different options that you can choose from. I already mentioned a few of them. VO Atlanta, WovoCon, VO North, Mavo, Voxy Summit, JMC does his Euro retreats. And that doesn't include all of the different weekend seminars, things that happen like the VO Roadshow with Mary Lynn Wisner going around from city to city with amazing coaches, or even Uncle Roy's Barbecue, which takes place every year, which is an opportunity for voice actors to get together, to spend time with each other, to learn and to grow. Now, if you have never attended a voiceover conference before, I absolutely encourage you to make that one of your goals. And there are a lot of different options to choose from. And if you have attended a voiceover conference before, but maybe you've only ever just gone to one particular conference, I'd encourage you to expand your horizons. Check out what some of the different ones have to offer because they all bring something unique to the table. Everybody knows that VO Atlanta is the largest, but then on the flip side of that, you have a conference like Mavo, the Mid-Atlantic voiceover that's done by Val Kelly, and she does something totally different. She keeps hers intentionally small. And that allows the class sizes to be smaller. And that's something that I really appreciated when I was speaking there last year. And WovoCon, again, does something very different because a lot of the speakers are actually the voice actors. They are members of Wovo, 
But then you also get to do fun things like attending the Wovo family meeting, as they call it, where we have a chance to just sit down collectively as a group of voice actors and talk about the industry and how world voices can help shape the industry. So all of these different ones offer different opportunities. You know, the JMC Euro retreats give you a chance to go overseas to experience a new culture, but then also give you the opportunity to get into really small group sessions with some of the most amazing coaches that are out there. I don't know how it happened. I'm still trying to figure it out, but I was invited to be one of the presenters at the Dublin Euro retreat in August. And I'm so excited to be able to do that. It'll be the first time that I've traveled overseas, but I really get charged working with a small group. There's something to be said about sitting down with a group of five or six or maybe eight people and having a chance to really work through content with them. I love getting up on stage at VO Atlanta. I love the opportunity to speak to those large groups, but there's just a totally different dynamic with those small groups. So as I said, If you have only attended one conference before, maybe try a different one to get a different perspective. And if you've never attended one before, absolutely you need to look into it because there are so many advantages that come for you from the performance side and from the coaching and encouragement side. And then you know what? It's just fun to hang out with people. You know, we see each other on Facebook, on social media, but for the most part, our lives are pretty isolating in our booths. And so it's really great to get out of the booth and get into a great conference. Now, the flip side of that coin is attending a non-VO conference. And the reason I want you to think about this is because as great as a voiceover conference is, and as much as that is going to do for your business from a learning side, the chances of it actually bringing you work are fairly slim to none. Now, yes, from time to time, I do hire voice actors. So I keep a database of them, and every once in a while, I have to reach out to that database because I'm not a female, for example. I don't speak Spanish or French, for example. And my voice isn't right for every project. But overall, the chances of getting hired for voiceover work at a voiceover conference are slim to none. So what does that mean? It means that you need to look for opportunities to attend conferences where you can not only learn, but you can get yourself in front of buyers. That's what we're going to talk about this week. A lot of you are familiar with David Gilbert. You've probably met him at some of these voiceover conferences because he's attended a lot of them. You see him all over Facebook and all over social media. And if you are familiar with David, one thing that you will note about David Gilbert is that guy seems to be at a different conference almost every day. Now, he has the good fortune of living in a city like Toronto, where those conferences are happening all the time, but I don't think that there is anybody that does non-voiceover-related conferences like David Gilbert. So I knew that he was going to have something great to contribute to this episode. Listen to David's story. As someone who has spent 24 years in sales and marketing before getting into voiceover, I thought, where would my customers be? Since I focus on businesses, I go where businesses are. So that's why I joined my local chamber of commerce. I attend local board of trade events. In fact, over the last three years, I think I've attended over 300 events. So while I could spend hours talking about the how, the what, and the when, I thought I'd take a few minutes to talk about the why. Why do I do this? And for people who know me, they know that I'm actually an introvert, or maybe didn't know that. But being an introvert, I actually have to force myself to go out to these events. But I know that being in front of people, shaking hands, Getting that true human connection 
you just can't do online. So finding the events that people in your market will be at and go to them is my basic philosophy. It's exactly this reason why I was attending a mining and prospecting show earlier this year, and I guarantee you I was the only voice actor there, but there were tons of companies that had lots of employees, right for e-learning, right for commercials, right for telephony, right for any of the categories that we all do. So if I can leave you one golden nugget of advice, get out of the shell, go out and meet people, find the places where your target customer goes, where they spend their time, where they learn, where they have conferences. Find workshops, meetups, masterminds, anything that gets you out of the house and gets you in front of your target customer. Go to professional development conferences. You'd be surprised how much valuable information is out there that can help your business and also help you grow as a person. Not to mention all the people you'll connect with live and in person because you can't replicate a handshake and a smile online. People only buy from people they know, like, and trust. So if you show up at an event, hand them your business card, they don't know you, you don't know if they like you, and they probably don't trust you right away. So that takes time, but you have to start somewhere. So go out there, get out of your three by three foot padded cell, go find places where you can meet people because you never know where the next customer is going to come from. Over 300 events. That is incredible. Think about the number of potential buyers that David has put himself in front of by attending over 300 events. And by simply asking the question, where will my customers be? That is one of the most important questions that you need to ask yourself. That is one of the essential questions of marketing. Where are my buyers? How do I get in front of them? You know, one of the other things that I really appreciated that David said is he's an introvert, but he does it anyway. Get in front of your target customer. There are countless ways to do it. You know, I am a hardcore introvert. In fact, for years, I referred to myself as a hermit. And I said that a lot of that probably stemmed from so many years working in radio and also in television where I was isolated. When you work in radio, you're in the booth by yourself, just like voiceover. When I worked in television, I worked at the station after hours. So I was there during the overnight. That's when my shows were produced, the shows that I was hosting. But I did the recording, the editing, the script writing, all of that for the show. So it was a very isolating thing. And and because I did that for so many years, it's almost like I forgot how to talk to people. So I am incredibly introverted. But one of the things that I realized when I started getting more into coaching, because I've always had this passion for teaching people, I knew that if I was going to establish myself as a credible coach, I was going to have to get myself to the voiceover conferences. And whether I liked it or not, I was going to have to get myself up on stage. Being an introvert, could not be an excuse for me. And it can't be an excuse for you. And David is proof that it doesn't have to be. Like he said, he's an introvert, but he does it anyway. Going out in public, meeting all of these people, talking to all of these strangers, shaking hands, exchanging business cards. I can see how that could be overwhelming and very intimidating for people. But at the same time, if it gives you an opportunity to grow your business and to get you in front of potential buyers, then you know what? The reality is you're going to have to suck it up. You're going to have to get out there. You're going to have to do it. You're going to have to feel a little bit uncomfortable in the beginning. But as you do it more, it's going to become easier. And I'm sure if you talk to David, he would say that the difference between the first conference he attended and the 300th conference he attended, probably a lot different. It gets 
easier. Now, attending non-industry conferences comes with a lot of great benefits for your business. So you need to do what you have to do to overcome and get out there. Kyle Arrington has a great story about overcoming and getting himself out there. Check this out. So for those of you that don't know, PAX East is a consumer-focused gaming convention that I've been attending as a consumer for about four years now. Uh, When this most recent one came up, I had just put together all my branding, put together a website. I had a demo coming in about a month, and so I figured this was a great opportunity to start putting myself out there, learning to network a little bit. But there was one problem with that, which is I am terrified of networking. So I am a stage performer. I've been doing musical theater since I was about 10. You can put me on stage and I can just belt it out. No problem, no nerves, nothing. But as soon as you put me one-on-one with an industry professional or somebody that I deem important, I totally freeze up. My hands start shaking. It's a lot to deal with. So I did a ton of research on how to network at these sort of events and, you know, the right things to do. And, of course, with the internet being what it is, there were a lot more don'ts than do's. So there were a ton of articles that were like, 50 things to never do or you'll be blacklisted from the industry forever, which is terrifying. And of course, they were all contradicting each other. So I just keep jumping around trying to find the right, wrong answers. And then I just got stuck in the state of analysis paralysis and I didn't know what to do. So I stepped back, kind of started from scratch and set a more realistic expectation for the event. So my new goal was just to step out of my comfort zone get myself familiar with the networking process. And, you know, if I made some connections along the way, great. But that wasn't the goal. And going into it with that new mindset and trusting myself to figure things out was a total game changer. And, you know, it didn't always go great. Uh, People weren't always super receptive. But I also had some really awesome discussions and got to know some really cool people. And I was still nervous. You know, I still was shaky. I still had trouble getting the right words out. But I took ownership of that nervousness. And I didn't give it power. And I even had someone call attention to it, and I just sort of -of matter-of-factly told them, this is just a fact of life for me. And they accepted that, we moved on, and had a really great conversation. So I guess the moral for me is, you're never going to learn how to do this if you don't do it. So don't let fear hold you back. Trust in yourself, nerves and all, and things will work themselves out. And every time you do it, it's going to get a little bit easier. There's a couple of things that Kyle said that I really appreciated. Terrified of networking which probably is about half of the people that are listening to this episode right now, maybe even more. But again, he knew it was what he had to do, so he had to overcome the fear for the sake of his business. He did research. He learned. You can read books. You can listen to podcasts. You can find online courses that can help you with all of this stuff. Start at the smaller conferences. Work your way up to them. Get out there and do it. I love the fact that he talked about analysis paralysis because that's such a big deal, right? You're probably sitting there thinking, maybe you know that there's incredible opportunities for you at these non-voiceover related conferences, but at the same time, you don't want to go out there and make a fool of yourself if you're not comfortable in networking. So you decide to sit back and learn how to be a better networker. But the problem is that that process of learning how to be a better in-person networker never actually ends for you. You never actually give yourself a deadline to say, okay, I'm going to study and learn and research up to this point, but then I'm just going to go do it. That's analysis paralysis. It's waiting for everything to be perfect. So what did Kyle say? He took control of the nervousness and he didn't give it power. I love that because what Kyle is proving is that you ultimately have control. All of this stuff comes down to choices. 
You can either let your feelings dictate what you are or aren't going to do, or you can make a choice to do what you need to do. And that is what Kyle did. Even though he was terrified of networking, even though he was incredibly nervous, he chose to not give that power and to get out there and do it anyway. And now he's making great connections. And just like with David, it's going to get easier for him. Now, I live in the middle of nowhere. Conference-wise, I sometimes legitimately feel like I'm an airplane ride away. That said, I'm also probably about 90 minutes or four hours, depending on traffic, from Toronto. So for the right opportunity, I would still say that that is local. And that's something that I want you to think about, because one of the other excuses that a lot of people will use for the reason why they are not attending these conferences is because there's nothing local to them. There's nothing close by that I'm able to go to. Local conferences are often a great choice because how many voice actors live in your area? I mean, I know for a fact that I'm the only voice actor in my town. Like David mentioned, how many voice actors actually show up at some of these conferences? You know what kind of odds I like? I like the odds of being the only one in the room. So what I want to encourage you with is expanding your definition of local. If you can drive there in a couple hours, if there's a major city that's relatively close to you, consider that to be part of your local region and don't be afraid to get out there. Take those odds of being the only one in the room Get yourself to some of these conferences. That's exactly what Cheryl Halling did. She took the odds and attended a local event. Listen to her story. I'd like to make a correction to the entry that I made on your Facebook page. I said I went to Creative Sonoma. The name of the conference is actually the Next Level Music Industry Conference presented by Creative Sonoma, which is a nonprofit here in Sonoma County, California, dedicated to advancing and supporting the creative community of Sonoma County. One of the reasons I went is in a former life, about 25 years ago, I did national radio and record promotion. I loved working with musicians. I happen to be married to a musician, whether it's musicians or voice actors. People do business with you because they either know you, they like you, and or they trust you. Looking at what was available to me in Sonoma County, I wanted to immerse myself more in what is going on with the creative community, introduce myself and network. There were things that I felt were applicable to what I'm doing. One of them was the keynote presentation, Your Backyard is Bigger Than You Think. There was a live recording session featuring the winner of this Next Level Songwriting Contest doing a live remote via Source Connect with musicians in Nashville. Looking at it from the standpoint, well, replace musicians with a voiceover work. What is some of the terminology when they're just talking about the technical aspect of using this recording platform? Some of the other breakout sessions were amplify your impact, expand your connectivity via social media tools to get the best results, grow your business revenues. So as you can see how these topics and how these breakout sessions are applicable to voiceover. And also, I wanted to see what kind of voiceover was incorporated into any of their presentation materials. And it turns out they had a presentation video that was produced by a local production company featuring a voiceover. In the collateral materials, they listed who was who. And not only was I able to make a direct connection by introducing myself, but send a follow-up email 
and present myself as a local resource for upcoming projects. As you know, we spend so much time in our booths, and that's one of the reasons people go to voiceover conferences, but equally as important to go to non-VO conferences to have that kind of networking and creative juices and inspiration and encouragement. Attending a conference at a local level, connecting with and networking with people right from within your own community. There's so much power in that. People like to be able to work with people that they can connect with in person. Yes, we all work with people over the internet. I work with people in countries all around the world. But at the end of the day, sometimes it's nice to be able to see someone face to face. Something else that I think that's really important that Cheryl mentioned, and I want you to pay attention to this, people do business with you because they know you, they like you, and or they trust you. And by putting yourself out there, attending some of the events that happen in your community, getting some face time with some of these business owners and operators, it gives them a chance to get to know you, it gives them a chance to like you, and it gives them a chance to trust you. But this also goes back to something that I say about marketing in general. Marketing is all about building relationships, and building relationships take time. What happens when you build a relationship? Building a relationship is giving somebody the opportunity to get to know you, to like you, and to trust you. Sometimes that can just happen a little bit quicker when you have the ability to get together with somebody face-to-face. And that's a great story from Cheryl. If you're going to take the time to attend some of these non-voiceover-related conferences, which I absolutely think that you should be doing, I do have one suggestion that I would like to make to you. And that is to go in with a way to spark a conversation. And a really great way to do that is with a VOpreneur or voiceover t-shirt or hoodie. You know, I hear stories all of the time, and you can find stories on Facebook of people who have wore their VOpreneur shirt to an event, a networking event, and somebody's asked a question about what's a VOpreneur, and then they have an opportunity to explain and talk about their business. Or they're wearing a voiceover t-shirt, and somebody comes over and asks them about voiceover and what exactly that means, or maybe it sparks a conversation like, I could use that. And I've actually heard stories from people who have had these great conversations, but not just that, they've ultimately led to bookings as well. So just something to think about. The right t-shirt to start the right conversation. You can get Vopreneur swag, t-shirts and hoodies in many different colors, sizes and designs, all available at Vopreneur.com. Check them out at Vopreneur.com. Now back to our show. So let me ask you a question. What's going on in your town? What kind of events are happening at your local chamber of commerce? Have you ever looked into it? What kind of trade shows happen in your town or in the cities that are near you? What about seminars, educational opportunities? Again, look in a map, figure out, okay, I'm within 90 minutes, two hours, maybe even three hours driving distance of these cities and do a little bit of research about what is going on in the area around you. Because attending these conferences is all about doing what? Getting you in front of buyers. Marketing, at the end of the day, is all about getting yourself in front of as many potential buyers as possible. That's what we're doing when we're doing email marketing, which is one of the things that I teach, right? Sending as many emails as you can send on any given day to as many new leads as you can possibly connect with. Because why? Because you're trying to get yourself in front of many as many buyers, potential buyers as possible. That's why we audition on casting sites. That's why we tweet on Twitter and we share photos on Instagram and we 
engage with people on LinkedIn because we're trying to get ourselves in front of as many buyers as possible. These conferences give you an opportunity to do that at scale. So if you're sitting down and you're sending emails, maybe over the course of a really good day, you're going to be able to sit down and you're going to be able to find 20, 25 leads if you really devote yourself to it. And that's how many emails you're going to send out on a given day. But what if you could go to a conference and walk around in the exhibition hall and you could hand out or exchange business cards with 150 people or 200 people or 300 people in one afternoon? That is marketing at scale. This is a numbers game. If you're connecting to a couple of people a day, it's going to be a slow build. But if you can get yourself in front of hundreds of people at once, that is how you scale your time and your effort. That's what Cameron Gregg did. Listen to his story. There are some really great points to be made about going to non-VO conferences to find work. Uh, sometimes I go to WordCamp conferences and just talk to uh, app designers, website designers, because frequently they're looking for content at these con- I mean, these you know, WordCamps are usually geared mainly toward coders and uh, people who design websites. But every now and then you do find people who have use for uh, voiceover talent. And also, uh, another place that I like to go are video game conferences and media conferences. Very simple way to do this. A lot of them are geared toward like upper-level executives and CEOs. But if you contact the organizer, you know, there's a chance maybe you don't have to pay the full $1,500 entrance fee if you volunteer for a day. Then, uh, you know, once you're done volunteering, you have access to the rest of the conference And uh, there you go. I do this for video game conferences and uh, emerging media conferences as well. The last one I did that for was uh, called the LA Games Conference. And uh, it was a great experience. Met a lot of cool people. I love the way that Cameron approached this for a couple of reasons. First of all, he's trying to get himself in front of his niche buyers. App designers, web designers, video game conferences. Those are directly connected to some of the niches that he wants to work in. So he's being really targeted. Narrowing his focus, getting himself in front of the best potential people to hire him for his voiceover work. So that is really smart. And, you know, again, how many voice actors are actually attending some of these conferences, which is great. But then Cameron makes another really great point. One of the number one excuses for people not attending these conferences is the classic, I can't afford it excuse. And what Cameron said eliminates that excuse. By offering to volunteer to work for a day and then getting a reduced rate, he's still able to attend the conference, meet people, shake hands, exchange business cards. It eliminates the I can't afford it excuse, which is really smart thinking on Cameron's part and a great way to do some marketing for his business. Get yourself where the buyers are. Meet them face to face. Exchange business cards. Bring those business cards home and put them into your CRM system. And then after you've put them into your CRM system, set a reminder for yourself that one week from now, you're going to reach out to every single one of those people that you connected a business card with so that you can bring yourself back top of mind with them and then start a conversation and see where it leads. That's where you're going to start to reap the rewards from attending these conferences. Darya Allen Neves has a different kind of story. She's attended conferences to get herself in front of buyers, which you're going to hear, but she also does something a little bit different 
which brings another really great, fresh perspective. Listen to Dari's story. I have a 20-year career at IT, so I leverage that in my marketing. One great strategy that I like to use is to attend conferences where buyers are. There's a marketing conference that I like to go to every year that's well attended by ad agencies, for example. I don't buy the full price ticket. I just get the one that allows me to go to the expo and keynote speakers on the main stage. There's plenty of opportunities for networking and socializing doing that, and I pay a lot less. The one I'm thinking about, it was $249 the first year because I found out a little bit later in the year. But then as a past attendee, I was able to get a ticket for only $49. So yeah, you can't beat that. I'm also a sponsor of a women's entrepreneurial conference that's coming up pretty soon. It allows me to not only attend the conference, but, but I could speak to the room. I'm promoted on social media prior to the event, and I have my marketing materials in the swag bags. Speaking of speaking, I also like to speak wherever I can, because when you speak at a conference, you're up front and center and you're automatically seen as the expert. It doesn't matter if it's a breakout session or if you're on a panel. I've done it both ways. Look for conferences that are in your niche, in your background, like mine is in IT, and see how your VO skills can be weaved into a talk that will be relevant for those attendees and the conference audience. And the last thing I'll say is that for those of you that do not do public speaking normally or you don't have a lot of good experience or you're nervous about it, I would suggest that you try Toastmasters. There's Toastmasters clubs all over the world, literally. I was a member for many years, and that's where I met Gerald Griffith many years ago before VO Atlanta was even a thought because we were in the same club. So she makes a couple of really great points there. Attending a conference that is attended by ad agencies gets her in front of buyers, which is brilliant. Rather than buying a full conference pass, she can get an ex or she can buy a, a cheaper ticket that gets her into the expo and the main stage, which still gives her a lot of opportunities to connect with people for significantly less money. So again, that removes the I can't afford it excuse. But the other thing that she said that I really like, she speaks at these conferences. She uses her expertise both in IT and then as a voice actor to get up on stage and speak at these conferences, which instantly presents her as an expert. That gives her credibility. That is Dari using her unique value proposition to the absolute maximum benefit for her voiceover business. Using her IT background, positioning herself as an expert, showcasing her voiceover skills, that is how you effectively market yourself or one of the really smart ways to effectively market yourself at some of these events. And then she also mentioned dropping her materials into swag bags. So that's another perspective to consider. Do you bring a level of expertise to the table that would allow you or afford you the opportunity to be able to get on stage at some of these events? And maybe it starts small. Maybe it starts in your local chamber of commerce with something as simple as having an opportunity to speak in front of all of the other business owners about your business, which many different voice actors have experienced by attending the local chamber. It gives you a great opportunity to get up on stage, to get in front of people, to do marketing at scale, and to get yourself out there. And one of the other suggestions that she made, which I thought was really smart, was Toastmasters. Learning to be confident in front of a room. It's one thing to be able to go into the studio and maybe you've got a producer or a director looking at you through the glass or maybe somebody's talking into your ear through a Source Connect or whatever it is. But getting up on stage is something entirely different. Getting up in front of a crowd and being able to be an effective communicator is something very different from voiceover. And so 
Attending something like Toastmasters and learning how to develop that skill can absolutely come with benefits, not only for your voiceover business, because it is going to make you a more confident communicator, but what about one day down the road if it gives you an opportunity to speak in front of some of these crowds at some of these conferences that you're attending locally? Really smart opportunity. The most important thing in all of this, well, maybe not the most important thing, but one of the most important things that I want you to think about is a slight perspective shift. You know, we already talked about the I can't afford it excuse, but what I want you to look at, stop thinking of this as an expense, but think of it as an investment in your business, okay? An investment in your business that is going to produce a return. So if you go to one of these conferences, and let's just say that it costs you a couple hundred bucks, you need one solid lead that turns into a voiceover job, and you've already broken even on your ticket now. But if you're really going in there and working the room and doing it the way that you should be, collecting those business cards, doing the follow-ups, you know, developing the relationships, I feel fairly confident that if you're picking the right conferences, getting a return on your investment is not going to be a problem. And then the other thing you have to look at is that these become a tax write-off. Check with your accountant, but they become a tax write-off for your business, which also becomes a really great advantage as well. It's putting yourself out there for different opportunities. Now, I want to tell you my own story about a non-voiceover related conference that I attended. And it was a couple of years ago, uh, 2017, in the spring of 2017, I went to Nashville for a marketing conference. Now, I wasn't going with the hopes of getting myself in front of potential buyers, not specifically anyway at this conference. I was going because I wanted to learn how to be a better marketer. And I knew that if I could learn how to be a better marketer, ultimately that was going to get me in front of other buyers in other ways, not just at one particular event. And so I went, I took tons of notes, I did tons of homework, and I came back and I reevaluated the way that I was doing a lot of my marketing. And as I've made some of those course corrections and shifts, it has absolutely led to growth in my business. It made me a better marketer. That was me not thinking like a voice actor, but thinking like a VOpreneur, recognizing that voiceover is the service that I offer, but at the end of the day, I'm a small business owner. And the better that I can get at running a small business, the better off it is going to be for me in the long run as a voice actor. Learning how to be a better marketer ultimately makes me a more successful voice actor because it's going to help me get in front of more people in all kinds of different ways. And so that's the other side of this that I want you to think about. It's great to go to conferences for, uh, you know, you're attending conferences that are attended by ad agencies. There's conferences for e-learning. There's conferences for audiobooks. There's conferences for video production. There's conferences for radio and broadcast. So there's a lot of different conferences like that that are going to get you in front of potential buyers and open up doors and opportunities for you. And those are important to look at and find and attend, I believe. But then there's also conferences that are going to give you education, opening you up to become a better marketer, to become better at sales, to become better at communications, whatever it may be. So looking for opportunities that are going to help you to learn and grow as an individual which ultimately comes with rewards for your business. We all love going to voiceover conferences, and I'm not going to stop going to VO Atlanta. I'm not going to stop going to WovoCon, to Mavo, to VO North, 
to all of these different events, the JMC Euro retreats, I get excited about going. I get excited about meeting with other voice actors, with hanging out, with constantly, every time I go, I learn things that are going to make me better at my business, that are going to help me to be better with my performance. But I really want to encourage you, if you're thinking like a VOpreneur, start thinking about attending non-voiceover related conferences, seeing them as, as valuable as an investment in your business, as a voiceover conference, and start looking for those opportunities that exist in your area so that you can go, that you can attend, and that you can grow. Guys, thanks so much for checking out another episode of the podcast. A special thank you to David Gilbert, to Kyle Arrington, to Cheryl Halling, to Cameron Gregg, and to Dari Allen Neves for sharing their stories. I always love having other voice actors in the podcast and just learning from everyday VOpreneurs, just like you and me, finding out what everybody else is doing to find success in their business. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sharing the podcast. Thank you for your continued feedback and support. I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The Voice Sam Player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoicesam and receive three months of Voice Sam for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoicesam. And scene. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more VOpreneur goodness? Jump online at VOpreneur.com.